Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So. In case you ain't know So, and welcome back to another episode of Sports with So So. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast on all streaming platforms and following us on social media as we continue to bring you the latest in sports. This week, another dope episode. We bring you a little bit of local flavor, but a lot of national news as we got a lot of our teams not in action right now. But guess what? It makes for an interesting conversation. So it's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. What's up, bro? What's going on, Pimpin? Everything all right over there with the life? I, uh, I'm holding it down. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing some uh, some trickery here. Oh, Look at that, sure. but we got a few people joining right now. Nice. So anytime nice. right now is going to be good. Yeah, whenever you're ready, champ. Got you, player. But um, yeah, dog. I was just telling you, it's, it's going to suck that I can't play golf this weekend because I'm so freaking booked for the month of June. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a busy month, man. It's, it's Gemini it's, season. It's a great reason to be booked, you know? I'm going to have family in town. Uh, nephew's birthday, shout out to my baby Javen, you know what I'm saying? And it's cool, but usually, you know, you know, the weekends are for the golf, man. I mean, that's what I'm doing this weekend. You do that every weekend, though. I dog. do, dude, I do. I'm actually, yeah, I do. I do do that <laughs> I'm every playing weekend. on Sunday, for Let sure. Let me tell you, bro, you blew my freaking mind when you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play 36 holes on, on Saturday. Oh, I was like, dude, what? well, that's not this Saturday. <laughs> no, but, but that's, still, that's on a Saturday, that's eight hours minimum of golfing. But you got to understand that the context, that's for a golf trip, a boys' golf you. trip. We got, we got 12 heads. You. We got three days. Got to get as much golf in as we can. So we're going to play 18 on Friday. 36 on Saturday, 18 on Sunday to round out. And and we should even be playing maybe 36 on Friday or su- or Sunday, one of those two days as well. Just to go out with a bang. I mean, you, dude, you got to take advantage. You know, a lot of these guys, they can't get away, you know, every you know every chance that they want. For sure. So they got to really take advantage of, of you know, when uh, being have, away. Exactly. When we <laughs> have the boys time. For sure. For sure. You know, and, and it's crazy, dog, because as you get older, right, those are the type of trips that you want to take. You want to take sports trips you know with the homies or with family or friends whatever you want to do that because it's what makes for the best content like imagine telling somebody like a couple of years ago i went to new york to watch Dwayne wade play at msg i've never seen that's dope you know what i'm saying that's msg so go see my one of my favorite all-time basketball players um in that historic stadium was super cool right but then that same weekend we saw a boxing match which was at the time, uh, damn, what's the dude's name from St. Pete? Mm. He just lost to Manny Pacquiao, Th- Keith Thurman. Yeah. Keith Thurman. And like I knew that. I really didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. He's from Florida. So that's why we were, we were like, damn, he's out there. He's fighting. We've never been to the Barclays. Let's go. So that's in that sick. one weekend, you know, you knock out two really cool things where you watch a boxing match, which is live. Not everybody can say they've done that. And then you go watch an idol and doing weight at historic MSG, like, those are things that you want to do, you know. So me, myself, I'm looking forward to like the next big trip that I got planned. Uh, and I got a couple of trips planned, but a yeah. sports trip is going over be your dope. calendar. It's going to be busy, <laughs> busy, not as busy as the weeks. Marlins calendar. God, oh, yo, dude, it's ridiculous what's going I on. I honestly feel bad for them, bro, because they've been on the road we're struggling. Yeah, we're struggling, but I, I honestly only think it's because we've been on the road for so long, man. When you when you have seven, eight, nine games in a row away, that's tough. Like. No team that even is the best or really deep is going to be able to 
can't like hang with that. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's such a tough thing to do when, when you're on that type of, oh man, like it's a grind. It's such a road grind to be out there. Being a professional is hard enough, you know, flying and traveling and all that stuff. But for do to do that nine straight days like the Marlins have done, there's no there's no reason to see why that's one of the reasons why they haven't been able to win as much. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, two weeks ago, I mean, two episodes ago, we were talking about getting to that 500 mark, and now here we are, uh, beginning middle of June, and we're 26 and 34. We're struggling right now, man. Uh, we're not looking good in the standings. We're in fourth place in, in our division right now, only ahead of the Nationals. Struggling. We're yeah. struggling. We're by, struggling. By half a game. We're only ahead of them by a half a game. So uh, behind the Phillies by two games. There are two and a half games behind the Braves by uh, four games. And, and the Mets the Mets are ahead of us by six and a half games. So Thankfully, they started off the, the series against Colorado with the win, you know, because honestly, they should have had that makeup game that they had on Monday against the Red Sox. Because they were up in that game. Just like most of the games that have been happening during the road, they were up. And, man, for some reason, these guys just have a big issue holding on to leads. Dude, and we got, we're making plays. We're yeah. getting, we're getting, Aguilar's getting home runs. Marte's getting a home run over here. Corey Dickerson is snagging a, you know, he's stealing a home run from somebody out, you know, out on the outfield making a crazy catch. Uh, jazz, jazz is holding it down. Holding it bases, down, dog. You know he, he's hitting bombs too. It's it's we're playing good. You know we have a good team and we have good team chemistry. It's just uh, it's it's not. It's all tough to up right right, yeah. right now. Yeah, I think they're just struggling with consistency, dog. Yeah. That's that's it. And being on the road, you know, it sounds like I'm making an excuse, but shit, that has a lot to do with it because no, eventually I, I it, it wears you down. You know, you're not even sleeping in your home in your own bed. You're sleeping in a hotel. You're getting in early at four o'clock in the morning. You sleep, then you got BP at the park, and then you got to come back for a nap. It's not easy, man. But no, man. the Marlins are making the best of it. You know, like I said, they got off to a good start. Um, they were able to win a couple of games on the in the Pirate series, and then they lost that game against Boston. Jump back with a win against Colorado, and they play them again tonight. No surprise there because they got one of the busiest schedules in all of baseball. Uh, but let's see, man. We got the homie pitching tonight, Garrett, making his debut. First time, well, not his debut, but the first time he went out, he got rocked. I think it was like, he lasted like two and a half innings. Marlins are just thin right now. It is. You know? it's We're not. just thin in the in the worst places, you know? Because if you look at the squad, like you said, we're scoring. It's not like we're getting our ass kicked, you know, 7-1, this and that. Nah, no. Marlins are putting up at least three runs per game this year or at least this month. So, you know, the production is there. And we and I kind of knew that it was going to be there, but bro, I didn't expect the pitching to be such a weak point for us. You know what I mean? Mm, I, I I didn't, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. No way. Nobody could have said like, yo, mm. we, we were going to be like bottom of the barrel in, in pitching for the league. No, so I thought, I thought our, our, our starters were going to be good, but I, I just didn't even pay any mind to our closers or our relief. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought, like, all right, you know, we're going to have some good veterans that can come out there and close the games, but that's a lot of where we're losing the games, man. They're getting away from us because we're, we're not making, we're not really making any errors. We're not making any, like, stupid plays and things like that. It's just we're really just losing it, just giving up runs. And, um, yeah, like you said, we're, we're not losing by drastic measures. I mean, you know, looking back we two days ago or on Monday, well, the Red Sox game, they beat us 5-3. Uh, we were up 3-1. Yeah, I think. before that, we beat the Pirates. Before that, the Pirates beat us, but that game was 8-7. to 
And then you got one lopsided win there, nine to two last Friday from from the Pirates. Before that, though, five three. So it's all close games. And even before that, Blue Jays versus Marlins six five. I mean, these are all tough games, but we're just not being able to close out, man. It's it's frustrating as a Marlins fan, frankly. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, I kind of have an idea what they're gonna do. The Marlins are definitely gonna be players, and when it comes down to the trade deadline. You know, we know that they're going to be players in that moves. because we need to make moves. The team is good enough to make a run and the East is weak enough that we can possibly win the division. I know it sounds crazy to say that we're like eight games under 500 right now, but man, there's a lot it's of not, baseball. It's not a pipe dream. It's not a pipe we, dream. We got, there's a lot of baseball talent. left and we got good talent that's hitting. That's the harder part. Producing but, runs. But you know who's who, what that means then? You know, as far as the trade deadline and having to make plays, you know whose who's role is really going to come into into the spotlight? Who's that? Kim Ang. Yeah. We're gonna, she made we're really gonna, We're going to really see what she's made of now with the, you know, what, what moves she makes or doesn't make now before a trade deadline. Yeah. And, you know, she had a press conference the other day uh, recently where she stated that, you know, having Luis Diaz, who's one of the top prospects being called up, you know, people were asking about her her about him and she just decided it wasn't like it might not be the best thing for him Mm -hmm. so we have guys down there the other day we were talking about uh sixto and how he's hurt that's a guy that would be a definite boost and even if he wasn't a starter and you put him into middle relief to go pitch two innings he would be one of the best middle relief pitchers in the world but he's hurt a lot of our main Outfielders are hurt. We have Marte, who just came back recently. I don't know, man. I don't his know name, what his name's being thrown around right now. But I would trade him too. Trade, yeah, I would trade him too. So one of Listen, the trades right now, nobody's untouchable. No, of course squad, not. Of course, except not. for my dog Trevor Rogers. Chill. Let him win his Cy yeah, Young here as a as a Marlin. You no, know what I, I mean? I agree right there, and I and to an extent, maybe even like Jazz. I, I yeah, like you can't it. touch him either. Uh, but no, there's the, around Marte, man. There's a rumor going around that you know one of the one of potential trades that could happen is with the Yankees. You know, uh, he has ties to, you know, there's ties to the Yankees there. Um, the Yankees need an outfielder. Uh, we're willing to trade. Obviously, uh, there's a relationship with Jeter already and the Yankees. So there's a couple of things I've been I've been hearing about that. And that wouldn't be completely out of play because they got pitchers that we can we can snag off of them, I think. Yeah. Well, it starts with winning. You know, we got to win games in order to be in the hunt. Like you said, right now, we're we're not looking so good. We're 26-34. Six and a half games behind the whack ass Mets. Totally the, the whack ass Mets. Yeah, they're not that whack right now. They they they're looking better than us. The division is weak though. Mm-hmm. It's for the taking, and the Marlins are like maybe three moves, two moves away, really taking over the division. And I feel like they can do it too. Like I don't know why Jeter hasn't pulled the trigger just yet because you probably have really good collateral to trade. You know, you mentioned Marte. I would think that somebody like Aguilar would probably bring in bring in a better pitcher. That's a big bat, though, boy. I feel you. I don't know, man. Like, I feel you. Drops but bombs. I don't know, but yeah, I guess. I mean, you got to give up something to get something, right? And to give up a guy like him, it wouldn't hurt as much, yeah, because we probably had a shelf life him on him anyways. You know, we didn't yeah. see him being here more than three years, or possibly even being here past next year. So why not get the most that you can for him, if possible, right? If possible. So, let's see. I know that the Marlins are going to be players, though. They have to be. The talent is too good. The production is there. They have good starting pitching in some capacities. Um, 
Jimmy Garcia, the closer, has been up and down, but recently he's been more up than down. So I feel like he's becoming more consistent. Um, he was one of the player of the month candidate in May. So I don't know, man. I feel like the Marlins are a spark away, you know, one spark. Yeah. You know, and we just got to find what that spark is. And I, I really feel like it's middle relief. And it may cost us something, uh, you know, in the terms of like an Aguilar, but sometimes you just got to make trades, you know. Sometimes you got to make trades. Yeah. But let's see. We'll Hopefully tune we bounce back, man. Yeah, we'll tune into the Marlins game. We need a good win streak here. We need to go like four or five games, six games, win streak, just win them back to back. Well, which This is the time to do it. Yeah. We got the games at home. Four against the Rockies. We started yesterday. We have another one. Um, I'm sorry, three against the Rockies. We started yesterday. We have two more. One tonight, one tomorrow. Three against the Braves, who are 500 teams. So if you beat them, you just climb right the into the stand. Oh, man, the Braves are always tough. I know, I know. Always I know, tough for us. I know. But... but yeah, I agree. It's, it's going to happen, gotta dude. You, know, you got to happen. You got to make it happen. Win at home. If you're struggling on the road and you're home and you got six games at home, take advantage. Yeah. You know, win five out of six and and take that onto the road and, and use that momentum to carry at least for a little bit mm -hmm. because they're going to be on the road again for a while. They got another six games where they're going to be traveling between St. Louis and Chicago before coming back yeah, home. There's still plenty of season left, but plenty you, you of season. Can't, you can't. You don't want to get into that stuff like we were talking about with the Heat where you have those you know, losing streaks pile up one on top of each other, and then it's hard to build momentum. Right. And look, look what it got the heat. Yeah, it creates that doubt, too. You know, like, are we really as good as we were? Yeah. Yeah. And, and now... As good as we thought we were, I should say. Absolutely. And now, you know, even when we talk about trades, there's been a lot of trade chatter about the heat and what moves they could make, you know, because we've seen a lot of superstars go out early um, in the playoffs. And one of them that was kind of intriguing that a couple of my homies were talking about were, you know, was the Dame Lillard trade. Everybody's been hot on that, bro. Everybody's been Dame hot on that. Dollar. I'll, I'll gladly take Dame Dollar. Yeah, for sure. And we need I a score. We need a score. We need, we need a dog scorer like Dame. Not just so much a scorer because we have guys who can put up points. Not points. Do we, do we though? No. Do you're we right. You don't, we don't because we, we don't have a 25 a game. Jimmy's Later. our only asset like that, yeah. dude. And he's not a 25-plus points-per-game guy. He's just not. Not for a season. But I mean I mean, his need is, or what he's bringing to the table, is a bigger need for the Heat because that point guard position is, has been our weakness. 100%. Has been our weakness. Because even with our best teams, the point guard was the weakness. Mm -hmm. Not saying that Chalmers yeah, was weak or no, whatever. but still, but he wasn't a superstar point when, guard. Norris Cole wasn't a superstar point guard. Hell no. And more importantly, when teams were matched up against us, right, they would say, this is where we're going to attack the heat. We're going to go through the point guard. I just feel like if we're able to solidify that position, man, that should have take us really, really far, bro, because we see the impact that the good point guard is having in the league. You know, Trey Young, balling, carrying a, a, a good, not a really good, a good Hawks team. We saw uh, Mitchell, Spider Mitchell. Spitted you yeah, know, doing, Mitchell. Doing his thing out there. We got Dame Dollar. Luka Doncic. Luka doing his thing. He's uh, kind of a point Devin guard. Devin Booker. You know, uh, again, those are guards that are doing that. Mm -hmm. And could be point Elevating guards. Elevating their teams. Chris Paul. Drew Holiday, guys who are playing really well for their teams. That point guard position is where it's at right now. Before, it was like in the wing. Oh, you need the 3 and D guy. You need the 3 and D guy. Hey, you need a small forward. You need a small forward. You need a small forward. Slowly, that went away because all of a sudden came out these 
very athletic force, right? Who were big enough to move quick enough and all this stuff. And it's like, well, shit, this guy's dominating the three. Maybe we need to find this now. We need to find this. We need to find this. But rare and rare is becoming the point guard who can do everything. Dish, score, defend. Yeah, but we're not even seeing the traditional point guard anymore because even like those guys. Like, Dame is like, one of them. Yeah, he is. He, he absolutely is. But I mean, like, you know, going back to Harden, you know, should we may, have made that trade for Harden? Harden Hell can no. run the point. He can run the point, but he's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. So, but he can run the point. LeBron, when we had LeBron, that, that was the reason we didn't need to have a superstar point guard was because LeBron right. could run the point whenever we needed LeBron to run the point. You know what I'm saying? So the game, the game's changed, but I, I just like what Lillard brings to the table. I like the, I mean, dude, he has so many buzzer beaters and so many clutch moments and, and, and like just plays that he's made over and over again. You know, granted, he hasn't made it as far as he wants. You know what I mean? I think that's uh, a, a product of not just his team, but the coaching as well. Um, but I think he has what it takes, man. I think you put a guy like Dame with Jimmy. Oh, but yeah, they. For real, for real. And their their skill sets complement each other. Exactly. Very well. Yes. Very well. Because then you give Jimmy that space to say, all right, don't even worry about scoring, dog. I got you. Do your thing. I'm going to feed off of you on your defense. Yep. And back to my point about like the point guards making the difference. Look at Lonzo Ball. He was a ball brother. Nobody knew if the hype was real. What? Lonzo but or LaMelo? LaMelo, my phone. The younger one? Yeah. All right, because I know you were my, not about to start talking no, about no, Lonzo no. Ball right now. I'm talking. <laughs> but he was the one that a lot of people had questions about. And when Jordan picked him, it was even more questions like, damn, you know, is Jordan going to trust him? Ah, da, 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 da. Nah, but he, and, was a, he was the main hey, ball hey. brother that had the, like, the, the all, best all the hype. to do well. In the all NBA. the hype. And you know what? He, he didn't know, only just meet the hype. He over exceeded it. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because he almost, he did take that team to the peak that it's ever been for a long time. Yeah, if he, and if he doesn't get hurt, who knows? And it's all because of him, you know? It's all because of him. His, his game, his impact is what made that team go even higher. Yeah. Imagine if we were to put a point guard in our team that can do that for us. Dog. Dude, didn't we nasty. draft? Didn't we draft Justice Winslow ahead of Devin Booker? Wasn't that something that we did? Man, I got a real problem with Justin Winslow because a lot of people gave him. <laughs> you uh, didn't even say his name, nah, right? That's how big a problem. Yeah, big time. Because he just dog. I forgot about that guy. That guy just he, came up. He was the biggest disappointment that I've had in a long time because his defense was really good, but. Man, it just never came together. You can just tell he didn't give a fuck. That guy just came across my timeline. One of my buddies sent me one of his posts because he's, he's I guess, married or having a kid with this girl we went to high school with. Oh, shit. She was also a heat dancer. Really? Yeah. Dope. Um, I know I went to school with her older sister and stuff. You might. I don't know. You might know her. I don't know. Um, but anyways, we, that's how he came across my timeline. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this guy. I completely forgot. Like, where, where is he at nowadays? Right. I think he's playing for, like, Memphis, Memphis. or something, right? Yeah, I think he's yeah. playing for he's the Grizzlies And he hasn't like even that. played for them that much either. If, if that guy's played 25 games for them, that's way too much. And I'm pretty sure that that was the draft. When we drafted him, I think we took him ahead of Devin Booker, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I don't know, man. I just, I just know that that guard position is where it's at, you know? Um... There was a lot of talk about the Kawhi Leonard shit. I don't know how you be, feel about it, but about me, bringing Kawhi over, yeah. But me personally, that's a that's not even a real realistic pipe dream. That's not. What about my dog Pat saying he wants to leave the key under the mat for Bron Bron? 
<laughs> and LeBron, LeBron saying he's changing his number to six next year. So is he hinting at something? Does he want to come back? Would you take him back? I mean, not that it's up to us, right? Dude, 100,000- <laughs> yo, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, dog. Just, just Hold the on. fact that, that I was like, yo, would you take him back? Like, if it's up to you. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, son. Yo, and yeah, I just looked it up. I'm fact-checking. Yeah, we took Justice Winslow in the 2015, 2016? Yeah, 2015 draft at number 10, and we passed up on Devin Booker, dude. But anyways, uh, dude, Riley got fined for that, for, for tampering. He got fined 25K for, I didn't know for that. that comment about leaving the key under the mat. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, for real, for real, for real, for real, hundred percent. That's saw that. bullshit, dog. That's whack as fuck. But I, I just love the fact that that Riley is still even trying. You know what I'm saying? He's still putting it out there because he, he wants LeBron to know, like, hey, dude, no hard feelings. You want to come back, Papa? Anyhow, no, how, no matter how old you are, you want come you want to play here and retire here and play with your son. I'll draft your son. I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Come over here. We'll talk. Come over to my house. We'll have them make some. Pasta, we'll have a couple of bottles of red wine from Dwayne Wade. You know what I mean? Like, we'll make it happen. Me, me, right? In my heart of hearts, of course, you always want the best players on your team. So for somebody to say, oh, you want to take LeBron back? Obviously, you take that guy on your team any day of the week until he's 48. You know what I mean? Because he could be 42 and you'll be like, I'll still take him. I think he still has a couple more I'll still take him. I'll still take him. So, yeah, of course, I would love to see LeBron come back. But do I think it's happening? Hell no. Nah. I Hell no. But Hell I didn't no. think it was happening the first time. Why would he come back? Uh, yeah, LA's a good situation. He lives in Malibu. He said that on the shop. He was like, man, I live in Malibu. I ain't going nowhere. If even with the taxes, but even with like with the crazy taxes in oh, California and all that shit, Could be a reason. even with all of that, he's making so much money. That he doesn't feel that. His kids don't feel that. His kids, kids, kids won't feel that right, right now. Right. You know? So, that guy's not coming back here. He's got a movie freaking career set up in California, dog. Like a whole career ahead of him. He just, he's going to release this movie. It's going to go stupid. You need Space Jam 2. Space Jam, yeah, whatever. It's not, it's a fake Space Jam is what it is. I mean, it's Space Jam 2, but okay. Yeah, it's a fake Space Jam. So... That's coming out. Obviously, he wants to continue making movies and shit like that. He wants to be behind that. I think he, he's even done some some executive producing. Yeah, he's done movies and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah he's I know he worked on, on like a bunch of shit. He has plays pizza. Right? Uh, no, 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 I'm just saying like plays. He has like Hollywood wise. I just mean like Hollywood wise things like, that would keep him shit, in LA. Right, doing shit that would be like, oh, he's Hollywood. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, those he's got no reason projects. to come here. Even Kobe, Kobe before he passed away, he had one of. Not a Grammy. He won a, an uh, Oscar. An Oscar. Yeah. yeah. For, for, for that. For the documentary. That, like, I Love Basketball, I think it was called or something like that. Sick documentary. Or, yeah, it was dope. R.P. Kobe. But anyways, dog, it's... Uh, I just feel like we have to be realistic. Let's let's set some realistic targets, Heat Nation. Right. You know, let's not wait for LeBron to come back to save us. Let's build up the team that we kind of have. That's why I wanted to ask you, would you trade Bam? I asked my coworker this the other day. He gave me some funny, you know, some funny feedback. But what what do you think about trading Bam? Uh, Obviously, I mean, it's for I the think, right deal. I think right, right now, anybody, anybody's uh, like, you know, except for Jimmy, maybe, you know, is like the the one person who I, I would really enjoy to keep. And and I for some reason I like Duncan. I really like Duncan. 
I would, what? I just like Duncan Robinson, man. I like the way he plays. I like what he brings to the table, and I think he could be a really good piece for uh, you know a championship team. But um, yeah, I think I think I would entertain that. You know what I mean? If I'm there, you know, and I'm I'm getting something good like a score, like somebody. And we need a big man anyways because we know that he's not that big man. So it's like you, you know what? If I can trade him away and get somebody like uh, Dame, or you know, so it's like we can get that that shooting, or we need a big guy like Joel Embiid. Then you know I would a hundred percent entertain that dude. At this point, everybody can <laughs> can get traded from from the Heat. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? For me, obviously, it has to be the right move, right? The right deal, the right get back. But personally, even without the emotion removed from last week's episode, right? I'm still saying yeah, I would trade Bam because here's here's what I told my boy. I was like. What do you think about Jason Tatum? He was like, oh, he's really real. I was like, yeah, he's really raw. Would you take him over Bam? He was like, right now, probably. Who, Jason Tatum? Yeah. I mean, I would. You would, right? And they kind of play the but same the position. Ain't letting go. But they kind of, no, 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 I'm not saying that they would, but I'm just saying they kind of play the same position. Bam's not really a center. We know no, that. But he's more like a four, and I would say Jason Tatum's more like the like a two, three. I really like feel like, bro, Tatum is a big dude. He is, but he plays more like the three, I think. Because he hasn't learned how to play like a four. I mean, he's not, he's not that big. I don't think he's that big to be able to play that, that way. Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying there's, but there's probably things that you would be willing to give up Bam for, especially with the money that he's making right now, what he's tied into with his contract situation. If the right deal came along where it's like, all right, we'll give you Dame, but you got to give us Bam. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I'm doing that I'll in a heartbeat, it. in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I love you, Bam, but in a heartbeat, dog. Uh, we're known we're known for sending lame ass centers and big guys over there to finish all their career. Whoa, 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 chill, 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 chill. We're not just gonna we're not just we're not just gonna trash my dog like that. I needed I needed He's an asset. I needed to trash Hassan Whiteside. I feel you. That was just kind of a backhanded Hassan Whiteside this, not so much. I love you, Bam. I still love you, dog. I want you on my team, man. I know you got for our asses, dog. But you can get traded for somebody like Dame Dollar. Yeah. He raps. No. You don't rap, dog. <laughs> Especially down here, he'll get a studio we'll ASAP. We'll hook him up with Georgie. With Wayne. No, yeah, we'll right, hook him up with Ace. For sure, I already got the pro for the engineering. Shout <laughs> out to Ace. That's it, dog. Man. Yo, sit him down. Bosch. Bosch does some stuff, too. So Yo, we'll shout out to Bosch. Up. You know Bosch is, is connected and affiliated. No, shout out to UD. Today is his birthday, son. Yo, the The mayor. The oh mayor. Hey, dog, hold on. The mayor. One, is it? I can't even remember. This is Shout out to UD on Yo, the birthday, dog. Uh, have you been watching the playoffs, though? I have been. Not, I mean, I know we're out, you know, but... I have been. been I was really impressed with Phoenix's young players. That kid, Payne, is nasty. He's so ugly, though, dog. He's ugly. That kid is ugly. Ugly. Only his mama loves that face, though. <laughs> and maybe like, his chick. That dude looks like he fell off the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. And then dog. climbed back up and fell and again. And did it again. Yeah. But he's a baller, and he's playing with zero fear, and I love to see that shit, man. I love to see young guys going after it in the playoffs and not, and not just thinking, you know, just saying, you know what, I'm going to keep doing the same things that brought me here. I'm going to ball out. I'm going to shoot when I can. I'm going to make the good pass. I'm going to make the good cut. Yo, I hate, to, I hate to see Jay Crowder balling for them, dog. Man, shooting that team is good. That team I like is that deep. team, man. That I, team I, love, is good. I love Devin Booker. I think, I think Luca and, and Devin are my two, like, 
favorite players right now in the league. Like the, from the new generation of players, I think yeah. those two guys right there are my two favorite guys, man. I love to see Devin Booker play. He he legit reminds me of like Kobe and Jordan. But again, that's another team that we can look at, dog, and be like, damn, look at what the impact of a really good point guard did here. They had like talent. Chris Paul. All those guys were there. Yeah, before. but I think it's more except, so the veteran for the exception for the exception of Jake of Jay Crowder. The rest of the right. guys were there. Yeah, Aiton was already there. Booker was already those there. Those guys were there, dog. So but, when you upgrade that one position that can have that big impact, fuck. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't necessarily. Agree you don't think with that. Duncan think, would be that much better with a freaking a uh, raw point guard? We have, bro. I think that that. Um, and I'm not Dragon, a Duncan fan. I think that Dragon is is an okay point guard, like enough for, for these guys to play well, nah, like that. But I think what nah, Chris Paul nah. brought to that Phoenix Suns team is his veteran leadership, like in those, like you know what I mean, like carrying them, showing them how to like play in the playoffs. I totally disagree. Games. I totally disagree. You know what Chris Paul is bringing to that team? His game, dog. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> it's his game. It's and and he's and, a great player. He's and I'm not the, saying that. Best. Here's here's what I'm, what I'm trying to say, Joel Dog. Chris Paul is way better than Drogic. Way 100%, better. 100%. Yes, right? I agree. Way better. The reason why he's way better is not because he's more of a savvy vet. Drogic probably knows just as much, if not a little bit more, because he's probably, you know, been playing professional basketball in Europe for since he was 12, 13, whatever. But Chris Paul is a complete point guard a real complete point guard who's completely healthy, he'll run circles around a guy like Drogic. Even a guy like Trey Young. You name me the point guard. They're, they're better a, than any point guard on earth. ugly dude, man. You, yeah, for sure. With his hair, you saw a lollipop meme? <laughs> Dog, what are they? He's like, yo, the Knicks just got roasted by a lollipop bruh. with some hairs on it. I was like, bruh. yo, that's sick. He's swaggy, though. He's, He's nice. swaggy, but again, dog, it's all these point guards that are bombing, and those are the guys carrying... When the team is not good enough, those are the guys that are carrying the team and saying, you know what, I'm going to put you in a position to score. I'm going to put you in a position to defend. All right, now you help me score. All right, you come run the pick. Bro, that's where it's at. Having a raw-ass point guard, that's where it's at. That's what the Heat need. That and some freaking height, dog. Even though Deadman, I hope he comes back. You know, I hope he comes back because that guy really played well for us down the stretch, and he played with heart. And I like that guy. I really like him a lot as a defensive cog in the middle, you know, for being a center that doesn't command much as like Joel Anthony's and stuff like that. He shouldn't be too expensive to keep. Nah, but he got to focus on that point guard, bro. But going back to the playoffs in general, because I'm tired of talking about the Heat right now. All right. I'm still still disappointed and hungover. So who Who do you got? Here's who I got coming out of that that game between I think the Jazz and Oh, you want to break it down right now? From I was just gonna say, who do you got in the finals? Like, I think think that I really think I really really think that Phoenix is gonna make it to the finals. I wanted I I I wanted to be Phoenix, and it's gonna be Phoenix Nets. You really think the Nets are gonna make it? Are you kidding me, Chico? Have you seen the Nets play lately? Yeah, Harden didn't even play the other day, dog, and they still whooped up. The Bucks, like the Bucks, have no answer for those guys, dude. They, it's embarrassing what they're doing to them. If the Bucks get swept, that makes us and our season look even worse. Yeah, big time. I don't know, dog. I feel like the Bucks team is gonna wake up. They're gonna, they're, <laughs> they're definitely gonna wake up. They're definitely gonna wake up. They can't play as bad as they have, bro. And I bad. get you that the Nets are nasty. The Nets are nasty. The Nets are nasty. But. I don't know, man. Brooklyn. If they stay healthy, if they, if they get hurt, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like one of, if one of them gets hurt, they still got two more. Like, it's ridiculous. No, if Kyrie gets hurt, 
It's not if one of yeah, those. You think Kyrie's, is Kyrie. Kyrie's the X factor? Absolutely, bro. Why? But we've seen a because we've seen um, Harden shoot himself out of games, right? He's shot himself out of games where he's like, "Oh shit, I'm two of 12. Fuck it, here comes another ten. Yeah. Bam! And now I'm six of twenty-two, and we're losing by eight, but I'm still chucking. Now we're down twelve. I'm still chucking. And he's done it. Yeah, he'll just keep throwing in the, the ball. Especially in the playoffs. Especially in the playoffs. Now, the only one that you but look he at... he can't do that now because he has KD on the floor even if Kyrie's out. Nah, but like I, that that in itself, knowing that as a coach, you direct your defense towards shutting down KD. And you force Harden to be a superstar. Hey, Harden, go out there and you have to score 55 points because done. Harden's going to go 20. That's not that easy for him, dog. In the playoffs, he doesn't do I it. Just, I think they got the, way too much It's so easy for him dog. to... Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. No, the power's there, dog. When you look at it on paper, yeah, no doubt. But, man, if you if you look at Harden's track record in the playoffs, it's not that great. It's just not. He's choked. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's choked. Straight up. Now, Durant has choked at times in the playoffs just as well. But he has a better track record in the playoffs than Harden. So, I trust in KD way more than I trust in Harden. The key to that is Kyrie Irving. Mm. Is Kyrie if Kyrie's there, he he's, makes both he, he makes both of those guys it all together. He makes think? both of those guys run because now you got to defend Kyrie. The biggest head case on the team is the, the biggest one that, craziest undefeated undis- all together. That is the so guy. Isn't that fucking be, be, what a poetic justice right there. Yeah, Beautiful remember guys. um, what's the dude from Sunset Park? Damn dog, Sunset Park, bro. You don't remember that movie? Damn, I'm uh, old dog. Yeah, you might be. Chill, don't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's see. I got in the West. I definitely have the Suns coming out in the East. Yeah, because right now it's it's Phoenix. Um, who are they playing? It's it's Clippers, Jazz. Phoenix is playing the Denver. Phoenix the MVP. Is, yeah, yeah, Denver Nuggets. Crazy, crazy. First center to win MVP. Uh, the Joker. I saw, a, yeah, I saw a picture it's of his passport too. Papo. Picture of what? Of his passport. Oh <laughs> yeah. Bob and, uh, you have you seen the picture of him as a little kid? Yeah, little fat, fat little kid. Fat boy, yeah, though. bro. But no, nah, good for boy. him, man. Good for him. Yeah, that that's a the West is just way more exciting because then over here on the East we got the Hawks and the Sixers. Yeah, and uh, dude, I have not cared about that at all. I kind of I'm going. I just watch for for ice trade, though. I'm going for yeah the Hawks because of just because of Trey Young, and then the Nets are gonna they're just gonna whoop the Bucks, dude. Like that's gonna happen. So let's see. I, I anything got, can happen. I got Nets once once Brooklyn once. Uh, Milwaukee wins one game, things change. Like, they have to, like, New Jersey. That's what they Brooklyn, thought last year against us, nah, nah, But I feel you. I feel you. Look, Brooklyn literally has to go into game three, like, if it's a game four or a game seven and close these guys out. Because the moment you give these guys a little bit of room and a little bit of belief, they start to grow on that shit. Yeah. Like, they went in there thinking, we got to kick the Heat's ass. And they did exactly that. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just don't think that they have enough to hang. Yeah, like, probably, they, they thought they're, they're, they're off that high. Like, oh, we beat the E. We got a revenge. And like, they thought that same game plan was good. No, they just thought that same game plan was going to work. work right. And dude, it's not showing right now. No, so it's, no. it's kind of boring, man. I saw that Nets game the other day. I just, I turned it off. I was like, God, this is so whack. But at least tonight's like the game West. is going to be I like the West and what's going on over there. So. Yeah, tonight's game is going to be entertaining, though. We'll see. Yo, did you see the, uh, the Logan Paul... Mayweather fights and the Ultra Cinco fight and all that this past weekend. You want the God honest truth? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's why I asked you. All right, for sure. Because I'm only going to tell you, not everybody else here. All right, right? Bet. don't worry. I'll turn your mic down. All right, for sure. Uh, I fell asleep, dog. 
<laughs> Straight up. You didn't I, watch I lasted like, or? bro, I lasted like maybe the first three rounds and I was like, bro, these guys aren't even really boxing. Uh, Logan is scared to throw a punch. Mayweather is just dying for the opportunity to counter with the biggest shot he has. And then I found myself like waking up and like they're talking in the ring and shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm so glad I fell asleep through it. It was whack, dude. It was so whack, No man. knockout. You know, technically he, he didn't lose to Mayweather. Technically, because there was no winners. That's not a real fight, technically. But, bro, I saw, like, footage of, like, because it was here at the Hard Rock, and they were calling that shit, like, the Fire Festival. I think Eddie Wang, he's uh, he's that, uh, he had that show on Vice and stuff, Wang's World or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he was there, and he was posting about it. He was like, man, this is the Fire Festival of, of boxing matches, because, like, <laughs> they paid a bunch of money to be, like, up close, but, That's like, perfect. they were far as hell from the ring. Bro, it looked bad. It looked, it looked kind of whack, bad. dog. It looked kind of whack. I saw a lot of pictures, and I was like, damn, dog, this shit looks really whack. And I was just telling my my barber, shout out to my dog, Jonathan, at Goodfellas. You know, I was telling him, Mayweather, you know, you could hate that guy and all this shit, but he told you what his game plan was five years ago. He was like, I'm not boxing nobody else for money. Unless it's like in a, a serious threat in boxing, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going to put my health at risk. Now, if you want to see me do some crazy shit and box whoever else, yeah, I'll do that and get paid. Like when you went to Japan to fight that MMA fighter and the guy couldn't like kick him or whatever and they were using like a certain glove. Oh, went out there? No, yeah. Was he a, made was it Japan or China? It was like this unsanctioned fight. Chico, it was like super weird. $105 million. Stupid, bro. Stupid. And then he go, and then the boxing match before that, and then after that, I think he fought Connor. How much money did he, did he make off of that? I don't even, I can look it up. Look it up. I guarantee you it's close to $100 million. And now he fights this guy and makes $30 million off of his boxing chunks alone. This guy is the smartest thing that's ever happened to boxing. And people forget this dude was a real boxer. Meaning he was out there kicking dude's ass, going into wars, letting himself be hit, hitting people, knocking dudes out. Mayweather was that guy. And now that he's like flipped the script on everybody and making money, people want to be like, ah, this guy's not real. Ah, people, the other. Nah, bro, you got to give that guy his respect. Because he, if he got your ass to pay that money, A, to go to the ticket, to the stadium, you're a sucker if you pay to go there. And B, if you would pay to watch it at home, check that again. You're also nah, a sucker. I, I didn't, dude. I was not trying to watch him. How I much like, money did he make off that, that car? I didn't even fight. know Ocho Cinco was fighting. And then I saw that he got, like, dropped. He got dropped. <laughs> it was funny. But he got back up, yeah, though, he dog. Did, he did. And True then, Day County style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the guy that he I was fighting I looked up, with? by the way. Floyd made 275, 275 <laughs> mil off that Connor fight. Go After everything. After pay-per-views and, and everything. He had a guaranteed 100 mil. So that he made, like, 175 off of, like, I guess the endorsements and, and uh, pay-per-views, dog. That's stupid money. Again, bro, in this this past weekend's fight, he made $30 million off the trunks alone. That's ridiculous. Nobody on this planet will ever do that again in boxing or MMA or whatever you want to call it, dog. That's nope. like 30 of Logan Paul's Pokemon cards. You know what I mean? This guy's out there rocking a Pokemon card on his chest. Yeah, you flogging, dog. To the average Joe like me, you big time flogging, dog. <laughs> but when you're walking in there with that, got and, the Zard, <laughs> you know, with a Charizard on your neck, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cool, dog. But have you ever counted a million dollars every time you take a step? That's crazy. That's that's what Mayweather did, dog. He walked in there, probably walked around a little bit. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, here's another hundred million dollar payday. And I was telling the guys in the barbershop, I was like, yo, if you're Mayweather, why would you ever want to bo- box somebody professionally again to put your record at risk? 
Because there's only it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. There's only one guy that I think he could fight that would generate that much money, if not the most money of his payday. And I think you know who it is too, Doug. Oh, it has to be Canelo. Imagine yeah. if they did a rematch. I, I would. I would love it. Would Everybody love would watch that. I would love it. I would definitely pay for that. They could sell that shit for one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and twenty dollars. He's not going to do that anymore. He would he knows, never Because he that. knows at this point, Canelo could fucking destroy him. No, no, no. Canelo would destroy it's anybody a, that's stuck in that ring. He's a whole different right boxer from the last time they fought. Oh yeah. When, when, when did they fight? Like 2015, 2016? Yeah, it's been like at least six years, Something seven like years. That. I'll look it up. It's been at least six, seven years. And Mayweather can just do that. Mayweather can just f- fight whoever right now and make a hundred million dollars at the very least. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he's gonna sell, bro. Anybody that he he gets lined up, what he's gonna sell. But did you see that? Um, Jake Paul, Logan's brother, is going to fight Tyron Woodley now? Yeah, I saw that. There's a lot of action going on. Like, boxing's turning into, like, WWF, bro. It's well, crazy. It's, they need it. They need it. Not that they need it, but it needs to have that hype, that attention around it again, you know, where people are tuning in to fights. Albeit the fights are not the best. I'm not saying that that Paul fight, that Jake Paul versus Woodley is going to be a raw fight because Woodley's an MMA guy. Yeah, he's got a good stand-up. Yeah, but he's still a good... Yeah, he's, he's got a good stand-up, but that's not, that doesn't equal into boxing. You know, M- people forget that Conor was... This a, guy's a champ. Chill, chill, chill. champion. I feel you, dog, but that's in MMA. People forget that, A, Conor was... Uh, when he was the first one to do some shit like that, or one of the first guys to do some shit like that, Conor was a real amateur boxer. Like, he did boxing before he did MMA. You know, he went and won prizes, tournaments, and shit like that. So he he was very familiar into boxing before he even got into MMA. But with Willie, it's probably like, all right, I'm a wrestler or I'm a jujitsu artist. Now I'm gonna learn striking and stand up and all this stuff. That's different from boxing. You know how you stand, distance, closing, moving. It's it's very different. In my opinion, in my opinion. Willie does have a shot because he can probably throw a cleaner punch. But that Jake Paul guy is fucking huge. <laughs> he's, he's a big dude, you know? And if he lands something, even if it's semi-correctly to a guy like Willie, who I've seen personally get knocked out cold, it could happen. It could happen. And a lot of the MMA guys are making that jump because honestly, it's a big payday, the two done. You know, they don't really make that much money in MMA pay-per-view events. That's why he's taking it, just like Ben Askren. You know, yeah, but I think he he's has something to prove now more so than asking because asking you just see by his way and that he just had nothing like he's just like I'm here for the money. That was about it. Yeah, I think Woodley's like no, he made UFC fighters and the and you know the UFC look bad. So I have to come in here and I got to destroy this punk kid because everybody's getting fed up with Jake Paul. Don't get me wrong, they're they're talented, they're they're good, they they're working. You know what I mean? Smart, but t- smart. You put him in the ring with somebody like Tyron Woodley. And I think Willie's going to go to work. If it was an MMA match... I want him to. I I think I want him to. Yeah, of course. Everybody wants him to. But if it was an MMA match, I'd be with you, dog. But the fact that it's a boxing match and he's not really a boxer, I don't know. Yo, by the way, Canelo Canelo, uh, Mayweather was eight years ago. It's going to be eight years in September. Look at that, 2013. That's a long time ago, dude. And now they're at different career apexes. You know what I mean? So, like... It would be a crazy fight. And, and for sure, that fight would generate that much money and they would both make easily $200 million, $300 million. Easily. Nah, both Flo- of those guys. Floyd would need to make more. You know how Floyd is. Yeah, whatever. But, but way too big. But yeah, if but you know what? At the same, I, but listen, but listen. Yeah. With all respect to Floyd, at this point, 
Canelo deserves half of everything. Right. Because he is the baddest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants smoke with that guy. A lot of people say they do, but they really want the payday. And that's what they're saying. They don't want the ass whooping. You know? Go ask, uh, what was his face? Billy Joe Saunders had his face broken? <laughs> Go ask Buddy. That guy's still hurting. Because he wanted that fight, quote right. unquote. I don't think so. But this weekend, we got something dope in MMA, though. Your boy's fighting. Who? Israel. Oh, Adesanya, that's Adesanya. right. I forgot about that. This is Vittori. That's this weekend already? Yep, number two, man. Oh, that's, shit. That's yeah, Let's bro, go. time flies when you're that's having right. fun on the podcast, my yeah, G. It's already mid-June, bro. It's yeah. crazy how fast this year has flown by. Yeah, I can't man. believe this is, what, episode 39? Yeah, bro, we're I flying. Talk. And we have, like, three like specialty uh, episodes. We're going to have another one pretty soon. Like, it's wild. It's wild, man. It's wild. Yeah, that's going to be dope. I got to check that out. I'll definitely be checking that fight out. Yeah, who do you think is going to win? Stylebender. Stylebender. I mean, he's going to take it, dog. I took him last time. I know, but I'm not I got to double him down. This week, I got to. I'm not taking him, dog. Maybe right. we can do a he's little coming, side bet. He's he's coming. He, this is a different weight class. He's not going up. You know no. what I'm saying? So, but I gonna, think Vittori has him in his mind because he gave him such a first fight, uh, such a rough fight, a hard fight when the they first, first the first one. one. Yeah. Now, granted, you know Israel showed that he's a real warrior, like a warrior, dog, like some Aztec warrior type shit, where you can try to cut me and cut me all you want, but I'm still coming forward. He did that. That's why I think he's going to take it. But at the same time, I feel like Vittori knows that he probably doesn't want to go through that again. So if he brings that same type of fight to him, maybe Israel isn't willing to go through that war again. It, it takes a lot, dog. Yeah. You know, we, we've talked about MMA a bunch, but yeah. it takes a lot to go through a war like that, bro. I like that we're on opposing sides, though, for this. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Freaking Luli, dog. Absolutely, and you know what's coming out tomorrow too, bro. I wanted to mention it to you. Um, well, it's what's gonna up? drop today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday as we're recording this. You're hearing this Thursday. Thursday. Uh, if you're a boxing fan, um, I'm sure you've heard the name like a real boxing aficionado. I'm sure you've heard the name Clarissa Shields. She's that badass champ in the women's rankings. Uh, I think she, be- I believe she's like a featherweight or strawweight, and she's actually making the switch herself from boxing to MMA, and she has her debut coming out on PFL. And I'm 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 kind of interested to see how that 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 works out for her, bro. Because like I was saying, you can kind of learn MMA as you go, mm-hmm. but you it's hard to learn MMA and then go into boxing, right? For striking purposes, I feel like sometimes it might be better to learn the boxing other way first to learn the boxing and then go into right. the MMA, the right. grappling and all that stuff, the right. wrestling. Because you can spend years and years and years going into that, but if you do boxing as a little kid, like that shit sticks with you forever. And her going into MMA is going to be interesting because she has hands. So I'm, I'm wondering if she's going in there to like knock women out or, or if she's going in there to try to like really I think, I, prove I think, something. I think it's harder. I think it's actually harder if you are a true boxer like that to have that to then try to learn the MMA. You, you're at such a disadvantage because, yeah, you can stand up with anybody, but it, you have, MMA is just so easily, you know, taken to the ground by anybody. You, you you can be with somebody that's subpar, you know, as far as a, a, a grappler, but if they're a better grappler than you, they'll dominate you. Yeah. A ragdoll you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll it's see. Gonna that's be interesting, good. Though. Let's see. I'm going to watch it, bro, and then I'll let you know what I think about it. No doubt. No doubt. And we got the U.S. Open coming up soon, right? This golf? week. Today. Starting today, as you hear this, it's kicking off. Let's go. Red Tory Pines. Let's go. You sure it's not that week? I thought I wrote down the wrong date, though. No, I'm pretty sure U.S. Open week is on the 17th through the 20th. Oh, is it next week then? I think I think so. Maybe I'm tripping. 
Maybe, uh, maybe I'm yeah, right, though, though. I got it wrong. Yeah, you're right. Next weekend. Sorry, U.S. Open week. I'll at your boy, the golf expert. If you guys need golf advice, feel free to hit was, me up. DM me. This week already. There's just so much going on. If you need to golf. fix your putting game, I'll at your boys. No, I'm kidding. Don't call me, though. <laughs> I'll set you on the wrong, wrong path, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We can talk more about the U.S. Open, I guess, next week. Yeah. Because we're, we're fighting for a yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, yeah. but one thing I want to talk to you, though, talk about to me. this past weekend. Did you see what happened this past weekend in golf? No, I, I, I was kind of keeping up with it on friday while i was at work i had it in the background but then obviously weekend i drove drove up to orlando and i was watching it here and there sparingly you know i was at a wedding and stuff like that so it was a lot of a lot of things going okay. on so a little bit about this tournament this, this past weekend right it was uh the memorial at Mirfield village which is jack's place jack nicholas cool right uh it's always a challenging course or whatnot but you know it's 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 um it's an important tournament you know, because Jack Nicholas is still is the greatest, one of the greatest, still alive. He is there. the greatest. He made the uh, half and half. Mm, no, 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 no. That's, that's Arnold Palmer. That's Arnold Palmer. Yeah, He's the literally. greatest. He made the half and half. <laughs> no, the greatest is Tiger and then Jack. But there's a lot of old timers that you know, not old timers, but older generations that, are, that would put that the other way around. Are they the OGs? Triple OGs? Maybe could be. All right, but cool. anyways, going back to this past tournament, um, we had a winner, Patrick Cantley, your boy. That's my dog. I yeah, love his last he, name. He beat out. Colin Morikawa, your, your other boy, my boy. That's your boy yeah. more than he's my boy. I well, like to say his name. Yeah, I butcher his name. I like to say his name. There you go. But he's your boy because you like boy, how So it's funny. I thought about <laughs> right. can't lay beat out Morikawa <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, in a playoff. But to be honest with you, they weren't even the winners of the tournament because uh, I think Cantley won at like 12 or 13 under. But mm. the storyline behind this weekend was that John yes. Rahm, who Cut was COVID. he was leading the tournament by six shots on Saturday and he tested positive for COVID because he's one of the few players that has declined to take the vaccine, uh, which is his choice. Right, um, right. And he, yeah, man, he, he got infected with it and um, they pulled him from the tournament. They did. He had to withdraw essentially. I, so, you know, now that you mentioned it, dog, I do remember that happening. And then what I remember um, mostly is because I was on Twitter a lot, right? And I remember the reaction that I was getting. I was getting a lot of like tweets about players coming out and saying, damn, you know, it's messed up that they won't even let this guy come play the early round at 7 a.m. by himself. By himself. Close, the, close the thing off to fans. You know, you keep have everybody keep away, keep everybody bro, away. Masks. Make them play with if, a mask. I'm sure he would have done it. Bro, you know? if there's one sport being outdoors that you think he could play, it's that one, right. you know, because it's it's literally him and his caddy. And even then, you don't even have to give him a caddy because he can carry his own clothes. I'm nah, sure he's, nah, nah, he needs a caddy. I feel you, dog. But and you know what you but can yeah, get him? I agree. Worst his case his scenario. Caddy, his caddy's his boy or his probably his family member. And he would be like, yo, I will gladly for 100K. I'll catch Corona. No, no, no. It's not even going to make 10 percent. It's not even about that. Let's say homie is vaccinated. The caddy. Hey, you know what? We're going to give you. Uh, or maybe he has it too. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh right, yeah. Let them play. Let the guy finish his freaking round, bro. That's so whack. Because as a as an athlete, and I'm not even a real athlete, dog. You know, I'm a whatever athlete. <laughs> but as an athlete, all you want at the end of the day is a chance to compete. Especially if you started the competition. If you already started the competition, you train for it. You're in the middle of it. You're winning. You you know you're competing, and then somebody taps you on the shoulder and is like, "Yo, you got to get out." Dog, and he had just finished like his round, like yeah. the third round or whatever it was, I think, because it was weird. He had to finish out the second round on Saturday because they had rain delays on Friday. And then I think he finished out his third round like six shots ahead. And at right as soon as he finished putting, he's like walking off the green and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, 
you're disqualified. Like you're, you got COVID, you're done. Instead of like being like, Hey, can we talk to you inside? Or yeah, whatever? We, like, we, we got to out. see his emotion. Like he, he reacted in a way that it was like, what just happened? Like me, me personally, like, I would have cried, dog. I would I think he might've shed a tear, man. No, for sure. When he walked into a locker room, you're, 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 you're talking about, he won that tournament last year. So he, he's, uh, he's on the verge of repeating, right? It's at, like I said, Jack's place. So this is a prestigious, you know, event within golf. There, you know, there's that, there's Bay Hill, right? Which mm-hmm. is Arnie's mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which are, these are tournaments outside of majors. That are, that are that are meaningful to these guys. The, the players' championship in Sawgrass, right? Uh, the players' championship in Phoenix for the Waste Management Open. Oh, you know, those are big tournaments, right? I like that tournament, and I love that tournament. And um, yeah, man, he was leaving for that, and not to mention the one point seven million dollar purse Shit. that he just lost out on because of this. And to cap it's it whack. all off, whack. without finishing Sunday, he had the best score in the field. He beat the guy that won. So I'm like, dude, Cantley, you gotta, you gotta like buy him a Roly or something at least. Dog. Yeah, I don't know. Send him a, send him a like, Roly, dog. Like a get well soon, Roly. Hey, here you go, dog. This tournament should have been your. It's an iced out watch. You it's know worth, what I'm saying? It's worth 250k. <laughs> nah, but in all honesty, bro, it's it's such a weird time right now because you're dealing with this shit like as it goes, right? And I'm sure that they reacted like that. Obviously, for the safety of everybody else, of course, it's a liability, consi- right? It's a liability in consideration of everybody's travel, the other players, the caddies, the this, the people who work in the in the you know in the clubhouse and the loggers, whatever. But I, I feel like they could have found a solution. They could have found a solution. You know, like we said, you set this guy up with uh, either the first round of the day, super early, six o'clock in the morning. He's there by himself. Hey, go play. Um, no fans, no nothing. That's what you would have to do. Yeah. Yeah, but Keep that's fine. Open the open the, the thing at nine, ten, whatever. It it could have been done. You know, it could have been done. Especially if he's playing by himself. I'm sure. I'm sure it wouldn't have taken him more than two hours, two and a half hours. Most of the times you're waiting. You have to walk together. All this stuff. Like yeah, you know, if they get him out there by himself. He's not uh, waiting on anybody. He's not waking on he's anybody. Flying, he's hitting. He's it. hitting four to he's five just, shots. All he needs to do is shoot par. Basically, that's it. You know? Like everybody else needs to catch up to him. Bro, even on his worst day, it's five to six shots max per hole. Whatever. That's for those guys who are professionals, they can knock that shit out. But regardless, that the time is not important. The fact that they could have isolated him in order to play, they could have yeah. done that. It's not like basketball, baseball, where you have to play together as right. a sport. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a team. Yeah, and the, that's the whole thing about golf. You're competing, you know, with others, but you're competing within yourself. And he should have had that opportunity. Though. Damn, damn shame. Dude. It was a shame. Dog. It's a it damn was a shame. shame man. Shout a shame. out to, to Rombo. Sure. Uh, he's not. He's not my favorite player on tour, but this this one really, I think, it hurt everybody for him. Like he was hurt, and I think everybody else was like, this, "That that really blows, man." Yeah, man. Nah, it's it's whack to go out like that. It's whack to go out like that. Hopefully, he bounce. He gets clear of that shit. You know what I'm saying? He makes it back <laughs> in time. Crazy if he goes on a run right now because he's pissed. <laughs> right? No, right. Turns into a Hulk and just starts fucking yeah, dog. <laughs> breaking course record after course <laughs> record after sick. round record after round record. We'll have plenty to talk about, bro. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. You know what's funny? I heard something today. I wanted to get your instant reaction. Um, I heard something crazy that Xavier and Howard. I know we're gonna we're like a little bit away from football. Um, we got a lot of canes coming up. It's coming up, man. We got there already wait. mini camps and stuff. I'm following them on social media. Yeah. But what's I, up with Xavier? That he's still not happy, and if 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 you would trade him, knowing that you have, uh, I think it's Jones on the other side making more money than him, I'm like, there's no way in in, in hell. I don't care if this guy complains, makes a show in the locker room. I don't give a fuck what this guy would do. I'm not trading Xavier Howard. Well, now when I have him under contract for another three years, he wants to I, restructure his contract. Yeah, play through this one year, and then I'll restructure you. But he balled last year, though. That's why he's doing it because he has that leverage. I feel you, dog. But my G, 
you could be the best player on this defense, but everybody on this defense is replaceable. We've yeah. shown that. Didn't we just draft a, a DB or We've a safety in the, in the draft this year? Wasn't our not third only pick that, or second? But like everybody. Yeah, third pick, I think, yeah. was a DB, right? Right. Not only that, but like he was a safety slash nickel, but whatever. Right. Um, the point is this, like everybody that's been replaced on defense, right? Whether it's a guy who left on good terms, bad terms, ran out the contract, traded, whatever. Everybody who's replaced somebody has played well in their positions. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the defense is suffering or would suffer from like a huge trade. Now, granted, that's a gaping hole. If you do trade Howard, that's a gaping hole in your defense. But I don't know, dog. I don't think I would, I would, I wouldn't even listen to offers for him, bro. And we saw Julio Jones get traded for, for like a second and a fourth next year or some shit like that. Like, oh, nothing, like next to nothing. Yeah. So like, crazy. if, hate, if, if a guy like that is bringing back a second round next year or some shit like that, why am I going to trade the guy that I have <laughs> under contract for, bro? I'm not trading that guy. Tannehill's looking looking pretty nice right now. At least his setup is looking nice. I mean, we would have never known what we could have done here if we had the leading rush of the league. We were going to have those, pe- those pieces around Thank him. We were you. never going to have Thank a Derrick Henry. Thank we were you. never going to have uh, an A.J. Brown to lure a, De- a Julio Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, we weren't going to have that. We had guys like like Jarvis Landry that we were trading away, like important guys on our team that, you know, were, were playmakers and, and made a good impact, and we were training them away and getting rid of them. You know what I mean? Like, we're not doing that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that was that was something I saw and I was like, I wonder if Joel's heard about this bullshit. Yeah, well, but I, I can't wait for for, for I have been watching a lot of fucking two or two waddle highlights, dog. <laughs> it looks so I'm nice excited. when they're just I'm in excited. practice and just chilling. I like that he wears the hoodie every day, two yeah. rocking the hoodie every yeah. day. That little orange hoodie looks looks dope. Or a gray one. I'm I'm excited. We should go to one of the one of those practices. Okay. One the, yeah, one of the practices or whatever. They're, they're hot as hell, but we I mean, a, we do it for golf, so we can do it for something else. We get a couple sound bites out there, and we take the roadcaster. Absolutely, and just walking around, somebody's gonna talk to us, right? Absolutely, we'll find a way to, <laughs> to run this shit on the battery power. Well, Joel, it's time to end the episode, my dog. So wrap, son. Yes, sir. As usual, my dog. Thank you for doing this with me. No doubt, bro. Always a good time, man. Yes, sir. Especially back in the OG lab. You know, shout out to CIC. We weren't there this week, but we'll be back there That's next right. week, and we'll keep creating the content. For everybody else, make sure you guys are following us on all those streaming platforms. It's super important that you guys use that and leave a review, like it, save us, subscribe, whatever it is you got to do on your platform. Make sure you're following us on social media as well as we continue to bring you that sports content. It may not always be Miami local related, but at least we're keeping you in tune with what's going on in sports. And guess what? We'll always find something for the Miami local teams. That's right. So until next time, y'all. Peace.